Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Can you see by the dawn's early light what so proudly we hailed at the twilight's last gleaming whose broad stripes and bright stars through the perilous fight O'er the ramparts we watched Were so gallantly morning welcome back to the sports radio 610 outdoor show hour number three good song for this morning riders of the storm you bet you all right well let's run down corpus christi way now let's check in with our good friend captain cliff webb see what he's up to good morning cliff morning buddy i guess you have the lightning too over there i was just kind of getting over the crud all week i just kind of getting over it finally god almighty fished yourself down last week 
<laughs> I don't think I've even had a cold last four or five years, but yeah, you kind of get worn down and it's taking a little it'll, while it'll, to get. It'll rid of knock it. you down, man. Get yeah. real tired yeah. and wore out, and then resistance goes down. And you catch the first thing that comes along, brother. It's all good. It's all good. Got all that stuff out of the way this week. Got the dentist appointment out of the way and all that stuff that you really oh, don't want boy. to do. All that you old know? man stuff. Like, <laughs> yeah, all that old man stuff. <laughs> but it's it was funny. I was thinking about you and your dog last night because as soon as those storms come, both my labs ready to get in bed with me. I know yours is the same way, but oh, I don't know what God. it is about these dogs, but they can stand shotguns, whatever, but man, a clap of thunder and they're they don't like you know it. what makes these older labs do that she wasn't that way her entire life and then after harvey in 2017 these these last six years it's just i mean mm-hmm. she can feel it coming it'll start trembling before i ever yeah. hear a clap of thunder and i mean all it's got to do is sprinkle <laughs> on the roof and here she goes it's crazy i know it's crazy they you know nothing bothers them but boy that that big flash of light in it boy they don't like it so no. After about, I guess I got up at two o'clock. I hadn't been back to sleep yet. Babysitting my stupid dog, but it's all good, man. Well, man, uh, we've had some good weather and good fishing down here, Mickey. It's just been beautiful. Man. <clears throat> our, our fish is really pushing up shallow, like they do this time of year. Oh yeah, I've been seeing some pretty photos. Yeah, there's another nine nine caught down in South Padre. You see that one? No, I saw a, a nine oh nine, a nine point oh nine. I saw that one too. There's three three over nine I know of caught south. You wow. Know, which is really something. Hadn't hit ten yet, but you know, you put a little more winter weight in a, in a mullet in their belly, you know. In that one photo, I think Barry was showing me a photo that uh, that was nine nine, but they the fish had puked up a mullet and he had the mullet next to it and weighed it with the mullet weighed ten. <laughs> but yeah. you know you know how they'll do, they'll they'll puke that mullet up with their last still trying to get that hook out of their mouth, they'll puke up right. their inside. So you know, that's just crazy. But you know, we've been I was talking to some of my good friends about how these fish have gotten real shallow and, and my buddies are seeing them up there with the burn boats. I mean, in a foot of water and, uh, my you know, goodness. finding them and catching them in that, that shallow water is really tough. You know, uh, right. it's, it's, they're so hard to catch in shallow water. You just got to do everything just right. And, uh, the main thing is, you know, you got to locate that fish where it sees you. And that's right. the biggest, that's the hardest thing to do, you know, <clears throat> and either, you know, you can stand on a tower boat and hope you see one out there 50, 70 yards away and it's facing the other way and you get a shot at it. Or the other way to do it is to find them and try to figure out where they're going to be, you know, when you get out of the boat. You can okay, push them this way, where are they going to be? And, and I got to make them make a wake or something to, to let, them, let them know I'm here, you know, let, or let, let, let me find them. And uh, it's amazing how the really, really good fishermen can catch them shallow, but there's very few of them. You know, it's, it's, it's amazing. It really is. Well, it kind of separates the the, the the people that think they're real good, the people that are really good, you know. And, and the main th- and the main thing is what you're throwing and how you're throwing it, and what how what position the fish is laying in, where he's laying, if you can see him, and which way he's facing. A lot of that it comes to, to to into play because if you make a false cast and that big fish happens to see you pump your arm and throw it, you're probably not going to you're probably not going to hook up. Right. But if you can if you can stand there long enough and and, and look at that surface and look at that surface and see something move or something to give you an indication with where that fish is and which way it's going. Best case scenario is a fish pumps his tail and glides a little bit and you see a wake and you can tell which way he's throwing. Mm-hmm. But uh, they're getting ready to have this big tournament here, you know, the the, <clears throat> the big bash deal, you know, the uh, 
the Legends, Legends tournament. Yeah. yeah, coming up uh, next weekend. And boy, they've got over 55 teams with some of the very best trout fishermen around. So we're getting ready to find out what we got. <laughs> so I always like these tournaments because it always shows me how good my bay is. You know, I get all these really oh, good studs yeah. out there. It kind of shows you, you know. We've got some heavy hitters down there. Uh, yes, sir. We have, we have really, I mean, God, that's probably 80% of them are And what's just so really special good. about that tournament, those fish won't be harmed whatsoever. They'll be no, caught, photoed, weighed, released right there yes, where they catch them and turned back into their yeah. domain. Yeah, and all you talk to these guys, they would would never want to kill a big fish pre-fishing. They, you know, they worry about it. You know, they, I have guys that crimp the barbs down pre-fishing, you know, and it's just crazy how they don't want to hurt them, don't want to sore right. lip them for the day before. You know, and you see so many people go into an area and they sore lip their fish. And they go, man, I didn't catch them the day before. Yeah, you sore lip them, you know. So once you pull in there and you find your fish, you need to get out of there and, and find something else. And so, uh, you know, I kind of like this this tournament tournament stuff. You know, it's uh, a lot of boats in the bay, but yet it kind of lets you know what we got. And I got a feeling somebody's going to hit something at least nine pounds in this tournament. Maybe. I wish somebody would photo these fish right nowadays. I mean, they take these long fish, and sure, they're nice fish. They you know, it may be a six or seven pounder, but they hold it out and shove it through the lens so far. Yeah. I mean, right. unless you really know what you're looking at, you'd think that was a 10 or 12 pound fish, man. Oh, yes, sir. Yes, you sir. don't get any scale or any realistic, you know, look at the fish itself. It, uh, I think my favorite photos are, you know, when it's up against your body, you know, and yes. you kind of got your kind of lifted up on the boat grip, but not, not far out where you can, and, you know, People try to get their hands off the fish. You know, put your hand on the fish so we can tell how big the base of the tail is. That's well, that's, that's the why key. they do that is so that you can't use their their fingers or part of their hand yeah. for a scale. You know, to see yeah. what yeah. size it. Hey man, there ain't nothing wrong with a six pound fish. Six pound fish is awesome. No. You know, no, I'm <laughs> telling you. You know, you know, and so yeah, and it's, it's funny because I think everybody's guilty of pushing that fish out to the camera. I don't know. You oh know? yeah. <laughs> It's like it's, those deer uh, horns, you know. Hold him out a little more. Hold those deer horns out a little more. Yeah, know? they're sitting three feet behind their deer. <laughs> yeah, they got behind the deer. Yeah. <laughs> but that's, you know, that's that's the sportsman in this, I guess. You know, got to be better, better than somebody else. Got to be bigger than the other guys. You know, that's just one of those deals. It makes us competitive. But yeah, like I'm with that, you. Uh, you used really... to be a meme going around, Mr. Miyagi, you know, and Karate Kid. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> He'd yeah. say. Hold fish here, and it shows his arms way, you know, way out, pushing it through the lens. <laughs> Hold fish here, make look big. <laughs> That's good stuff, man. But it's it's, it's so cool to see this. Uh, and I tell you what, we've got some tides down here that's is super super low. So when you're coming down here right now, let me tell you what, you got to be careful. I know two or three boats are still aground; they haven't got them off yet. Yeah, but, so uh, the whole coast some... is like that. We've got some real yeah. low tides right now, buddy. Mm-hmm. And seeing lots of rock you normally don't see, and lots of junk, you know. And, uh, so just the normal places you can cut across flats and stuff, you can't. You got to go around and hit some trenches and stuff. You really got to watch time. it. And uh, boy, you talking about that fog? You know, I got caught in that fog last week with those guys from Florida. You know, I just I went out, it was clear, and I got halfway there, and the fog came in. But uh, man, oh, I was I was listening to you about that that, that young man killed on the bass deal. That's so sad. It you know, is. Just, uh, that, that fog is that fog is bad, man. So you don't have to go. I mean, just just wait till it clears. There's no fish out there worth it. There's really no. Not, there ain't you know? no fish worth dying for. You really know, not. With the amount of pressure we have and stuff now, we our fog days are over. You know, it just thirty years ago, I'd run in the fog to get down there because nobody was there, and I you know I just run by compasses. All I hadn't have a GPS. But nowadays, even with the GPS, I don't want to do it. You know, just uh, 
I'm not going to take my customer's life in my hands. I'm just not going to do it over a stupid fish. No, you know? so no. We'll fish another day. <clears throat> but um, hope everybody's being careful in this weather coming up. Uh, all this wind and stuff we got coming. It's supposed to blow like crazy tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow's going to be really, really breezy. Mm-hmm. But, uh, it, it's kind of good for our system. All that, all the ducks now that have kind of kind of moved out a little bit of our, our area right here, they kind of gone a little farther south and stuff. So that big wind will clear the grass off the top of the water and allow people to fish different baits. See, it's it's the last couple of weeks, you know, you've been you've been limited to what you can fish. You know, you, you kind of can't throw your topwaters and some of your corkies and stuff because with some of the big fish are, it's just super grassy. Well, that's getting ready to change and open up a little quiver for more lures and stuff. I think it's going to be a little bit better. Man. But, uh, it's, uh, exciting. Have, y'all, have you guys seen anything big come from uh, your area yet uh, on fish yet, Mickey? Any big fish come I up from there? I haven't seen any. No, not any monsters. You know, we've... Matagorda or anything? No, not even really there uh, like we normally do, but... Uh, okay. It's a little early, maybe. Yeah, well, it's... Uh, it's February now. It's time time for those kind of fish start showing up here and there. But, I mean, a big one for us right now is a four- or five-pounder. And then, you know, every once in a while somebody will bust a six or something. But it, uh, they're few and far between. There's just so many fish that are one- to three-year-olds. I mean, that's yeah, – If they can just get past this year, they'll be a lot better next year. Yeah, you know, the bulk I'm hearing of some our good catches up by Florida Rances. You know, we oh, were worried yeah. to death that Fort Aransas got hit really hard with the freeze, but yet, you know, they're having some tournaments up there now, and they're bringing in some nice six, seven-pound fish. So that's that's a good, good thing. So, that's you know, it didn't kill them all. So that's that's no. that's really good to hear. You know, it's just man, these freezes are something else. And I think we got one more big cold front coming in a couple of weeks. What I'm hearing. Yeah, there's there's little uh, spurts of that going around. Hopefully, it's wrong. <laughs> yeah. Well, the old oh, groundhog said it's early spring this year, so we'll just put all our we'll faith in that groundhog. Says, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh goodness! Man. Yeah, that's. Hey, good we got to have man. something to joke about. That's Make it, buddy. Fun. That's it, man. That's it. I got. Uh, I got a good Nick week uh, coming up. I got Mike Karen coming on on Wednesday, I think. I and hope he comes up and it ought to be a really good uh, a good trip with him and waiting to fish them all year. I usually get my annual trip with Mike, so looking forward to that. Well, that's good. If nothing else, just the hunting and fishing stories. <laughs> the guy's the guy just hunts and fishes all over the place, man. Yeah, he does. It takes I'm, a day, it takes a he's day been to hear what he's doing. shot show for a while, too. He was at that. And yeah. At, uh, yeah. Now, he, he came down there and fished with you right after I did, didn't he? Uh, let's see. No, he uh, he got he had to cancel. Some of these oh, guys, he, he, he was booked. Yeah, he was booked, and then something happened. He had to cancel. So he had two book, two trips on, so this next one he's coming. So hopefully – Hopefully everything lines up where we can get him down here. But yeah, he had to cancel. I wish, I wish he could have came because it was a super good week, man. Right. I sent him pictures. I sent him pictures. That's that day we caught that eight and a half pounder. Barry caught that eight and a half pounder on the seventeenth, the day he was supposed to come. And I, of course, I rubbed it and I sent him a picture of that fish. I said, "This could have been you." you know? <laughs> right. That's Should have been wrong. here. Should have yeah, been here, bud. Let me I knock know. this break out, Cliff. Hang on, I'll be right back to you, brother. All right, All All right man. All right. I need to take a moment to tell everybody about the Belleville Meat Market, located right in downtown Belleville. They're easy to find. Look for the big white sign. Their processing facility and meat market are right next door to one another. And if you're looking for a great place to buy all your grade-A cuts of beef, pork, and chicken, the Belleville's got it going on, and not to mention their great processing facility. And that's open year-round, by the way. So 
anybody harvesting does right now or exotics or what have you, they're there to take care of your orders, and they do it right every time. And every week they double feature pecan smoked sausage, all their different blends. You can try it before you buy it. Free samples are always available. And they have a full menu of pecan smoked barbecue. They serve that Monday through Sunday, 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. And their wild game processing. Check out their Vinny dogs and hog dogs they're making from your venison or wild pigs. That way you can bring something home from your hunt. The entire family can enjoy all year long. And the processing facilities open Monday through Saturday, 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Sundays, 8 a.m. to 7 p.m. Celebrating over 42 years serving the greater Houston community. That's the Belleville Meat Market where meat is our middle name. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show, 619 here in the Bayou City. All right, Cliff, we're back, bud. All right, man. I just uh, I was going to tell you, too, you talking about dodging the bullet. So I went out in the garage the other day, and I, and I happened to look at the freezer, and it was water. And my big freezer Uh-oh. went out, and I caught it just in time, Mickey. God, oh I lost all gosh. that. It just started, you know. So Jeez. I don't know how I got everything in the other freezer, but I did. I had to throw away a lot of normal food. <laughs> Normal food. Don't waste that deer meat, like, man. No, God, throw that chicken away, my God. <laughs> you know, the dogs are getting a lot of stuff that they normally don't get right now, but it's all good, man. But that was lucky to catch that time. God, I just had all my Belleville sausage in there that I got from Fred, you know, and God oh. dang it, I lost it, man. But man, I was that was you know, and it, that thing's like thirty something years old. Just every year I expected, boy, when it goes, it goes, man. Isn't that something how we can't have anything that lasts more than that anymore? This yeah, modern day yeah. technology. Come on, man. 
Yeah, I don't even want to think about what a new one's going to cost me. I think I'll wait till next year, you know, so we'll see what happens. I've still got a refrigerator and freezer side-by-side that I keep in my utility room in the Mm -hmm. house. uh, It's got to be 40 years old. It was the biggest one GE ever made back then. I mean, a giant. And it still works perfect. And I think I've had three in my kitchen in the last 15 years. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's yeah. something. Man, the old stuff is something, isn't it? Golly. I remember my aunts and uncles, they all live in the Guadalupe River. They're 35, and they put everything in freezers. You know, they all their shrimp, they were shrimpers and crabbers and stuff. Right. And their freezers were just full of that stuff. And, I mean, you hardly ever heard about one of those things ever going out, those old ones. No. You know, now the new days, you know, you always hear somebody, oh, my refrigerator went out again. So, it just, it's, it's crazy, man. It's well, crazy. at least you can go down and buy a new one now. For a while, you you couldn't even find a freezer. Yeah, or a that's true. Remember I, I, all I that? About Everybody that. went through? Yeah. It's kind of like Bob was buying a boat engine. Now you can get them. The price of boats have gone down again, it looks like, at least the used boats. So things, have, things are making down. a change. Yes, sir. The, the used boat market seems to be going down, you know. I think there's got to be... A, a sign that the the newer boats are more available you know the engines people are able to get them now so i think things are kind of changing down here it seems like the the used boats are really dropping in prices i wish used vehicles would i had a friend the other day he (laughs) traded in a 15 year old truck and got twenty thousand for it 15 years old man isn't that crazy? Mm-hmm. Only buy one every yeah, 20 years, so I'm good. <laughs> I'm going to make my next one. I think this is going to last me, but it's going to be good. Run them till they just rust apart. Yes, <laughs> Down there in Corpus, it, man. Kind of reminds it, me of Galveston vehicles. God. Rust buckets. Yeah. Still running perfect. It's, yeah, it's like my old truck, I ain't giving it up. You know, it's just a beach truck now. So I kept my old one and got the new one to pull the bow with. But the old beach truck still sitting. But man, it's it's amazing what's going on in our beaches right now. That low tide, and all the stuff that's, that's come up on our beaches. It's like, where right. did this stuff come from, man? You know. So, and and the jetties. Uh, so this week we had that uh, state water snapper deal. Mickey, you wouldn't believe the stuff came in Market Thirty Seven from the Gulf of Mexico. I was impressed. All the big snapper and kingfish. Same up what are here. Kingfish. Do you see those kingfish? Y'all getting those no, big kingfish? I didn't kingfish? see any kingfish. I've never seen kingfish this time. Your guys had some four-footers hanging up. I mean, some wow. big old kingfish, you know? So that's unusual to me. You know, the groupers and the snapper and all that stuff I'm used to seeing. But, man, uh-huh. that was something else to see all that stuff. But they're going out there with little bitty flat-bottom skeeter boats, you know, those little bitty scooter boats going offshore. It's Goodness. crazy. But it was just dead flat. I mean, like a lake. It was that oh, way up my. here, man. It was a heck of a weather window for people to seize that opportunity. Yeah. It's uh, one of my buddies brought me a couple of snapper throats and I cooked them on the grill. That's pretty good stuff right there, buddy. Man. Remember after, uh, after Harvey, when we had all that severe flooding up here and we just washed all these bays out and rivers and everything came with, and I remember people down Corpus and Mansfield way and everything saying they were finding mailboxes from, you know, our area up here, isn't that amazing yeah. how that yes. flushes out and the current carries it down the beach mm-hmm. like that? It's crazy, isn't it? It is. It's something, all the stuff that works up on the beach. and It's it's amazing how many people we still have on our beaches at this time of year. It's just all the people from up north and stuff come down here, and it's not cold to them, so they're no, camped down the beach and they're made of swimming, you know. It's just, that's it's summertime weather for them people. <laughs> it's summertime for them, man. That's why they call them snowbirds. Yeah, I guess so, man, but... Uh, 
and it's so funny because you know we were all worried about Corpus Christi Bay and how it how it did in the freeze and stuff. And man, the people are catching fish around those oil rigs in Corpus Christi Bay like they've never well, caught them before. Good. You know that's a good sign that we did not lose those fish in Corpus Christi Bay. It seems like that freeze line was from Port Aransas north. You know, and it was mostly in the back lakes, like Kringle Lake, in those areas that right. was really shallow. And they got hammered back there, like they always do. You know, but uh, and how's Charlie saying it? Uh, how's what's going on with Charlie in the in the freeze there? Everything's good freeze? over there. I mean that. Uh, I mean they had a few of the back lakes, like you were talking yeah. about. You know, the lost fish, which always do. But mm-hmm. uh, as far as the bay fish, he he had a good week. He caught some fish this week. Yeah, like I caught the big, very end of this deal, nice man. I caught fish, the very end know. of this talk. I just missed him. I have to, re- I have to hear the podcast. But I was wondering how Charlie's doing up there because he's he's pretty consistent fishing up there. I can always tell what's going up there because Charlie fishes so much, and he's right in the heart of it. So I can tell if, if how bad it was. Charlie will tell you that. Charlie will tell you the way it is, too. And that's what I like about him. It's good well, stuff. Well, there's a first. Uh, I've caught alligators and everything else fishing. I'm watching a fishing show right now. They're in Florida fishing these canals for like peacock bass and snook and all kinds of uh-huh. weird stuff. This guy just reeled in a an iguana <laughs> on a soft plastic bait. Uh, I thought I'd seen it all, and he's got it behind the head taking it off. Oh, that's yeah, hilarious. That's, that's hilarious, man. Well, they kind of invaded Florida, haven't they? Oh, yeah. Everything's oh, invaded yeah. Florida except us. <laughs> yeah, but the big snakes and stuff, man. Oh, yeah. That's crazy. Reptile city over there. You know, that was that was what was when we were kids was so unique about going to Mexico is just you know, playing with iguanas. We were kids. We just had to catch right. some stupid iguanas. You know? Oh, but now yeah. You, they, go they, uh, you go down to Mexico and they're, they're roadkill everywhere. Iguanas squashed oh, yeah. all over the place. Oh, yeah. I know it. And I guess you know that 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 is amazing how they've just taken over Florida. Like that. I see pictures of them in people's yards now. Like God, oh yeah, there was there was a Labrador on TV or something that was catching those iguanas, run out in the yard and grab them behind the head and catch them. That was nuts, man. That was his iguana dog. But I guess you teach a lab to do anything. But they got a vicious tail. You know, I had one for a pet that uh, my kids brought home from PetSmart, bought for twenty dollars. It, it got to be see. 27 pounds and about four foot long in about 11 years Dang. and had a, had him in the backyard. And let me tell you what. And, and so when it got cold, I had to bring him in the house, you know, but uh, he, he'd get out a couple of times and uh, the dogs go up to him and he would take them. He'd whip them, you know, with that tail, but trying to get him back in the cage was a real trick, buddy. So finally that funny Guan Guan's dead. Thank God. He was a pain in the butt, man. That's old Captain Rick Murphy's boat where this guy guest on his boat caught that. He just threw it back in the water and it just took off and swam underwater. (laughs) Yeah, they, you know, when it gets real cold, they'll start dropping out of trees and everything. Really? Yeah. They'll get up in the trees and then cold weather hits and it just stuns them. They'll just start falling out of trees. Raining iguanas. (laughs) That's something, Mickey. Lizards. Well, well. I don't think we have any invasive species in Corpus right now, so we're good, man. Just uh, looking forward to getting back to the fishing, man. This whole no, week, I y'all got some good trout fishing going on right oh, now. Oh my it's god, just, it's, uh, I just you know, it's amazing how fast y'all rebound food. down there. Yes, and you know it's because they're, like I tell you before, I swear it's everybody's on the same page here. It's just weird. I mean, you just don't see people wanting to kill fish here. It's so different, you know. It's nobody's about, everybody's about their iPhone and taking a picture of that big fish and putting it on video and letting it go. That's what well, I like, saw a know? photo the other day of a trout. There's no way that trout lived and swam off. 
You know how they start when they're dried out after all the photos and yeah, putting them on a yeah. dry measuring board and all that junk. Yeah, I saw that. I saw and they start getting that blue tint to them, starts turning blue yeah, and dry looking. looking. Yeah. Yeah, there's no way that fish lives. You know, and I tell people, too, that, you know, you have the boga grip, and if you can catch your fish and snap the boga grip on him and never really put your hands on the fish very much, you're doing a, a big favor for that fish not liking to slime off, and there's really no, no sense to grab him by the tail and revive him. So I see this a lot, Mickey. So he's on the boga. You haven't touched him yet. He's very healthy, and for some reason, you've got to unsnap the boga and grab him by the tail and whoosh him around a little bit. You're taking all the slime off the tail, and you're breaking his membranes around his base of his tail. You don't right. need to do that. You just nope. take that bow grip and push him forward with the bow grip and kind of go in a circle around you a couple times and open up his mouth. He'll be just fine. Unsnap it. But you don't need to grab him by the tail. And I tell people that. They want to grab him by the tail and whoosh him for a little bit. You don't need to do that unless he's really in the middle of summer. You got one that's super, super hot and overdone. I understand. But this time of year, man, I just don't like knocking the slime off him like that. They get that bacteria barrier knocked off and, you know, they'll, they'll get something going on there. So. The least you can handle, the better off you are, you know. That's right. And I it's, see a lot uh, of people with these little plastic fish grippers try to grab them. That's a hard thing to do with those plastic grippers. Yeah, that's a, that's the poor man's boga grip. And it's just not, it's, it's, it's hard. You know, boga's not that much, and they last forever. Put a float on it, you'll have one forever. You know, I've and you'll got save one. a lot. It's got to be 10 years old now. Yeah. It, it yeah. never has seized up or anything. You know, it was a good one. You know, when I bought yeah, it, I bought a good one. But, you know, I always, I always try to get the ones that are 30 pounds instead of the 15. They're bigger. It makes yes. my fish look smaller, but I can handle it much better. You know, now that's they're out of so back to my small one. But the bigger one, you got a bigger rep, you know, thing to pop on the lip like that. Another thing I, I just can't stand in these guys is they, they try to free grab their fish, Mickey. So instead of putting your rod under your arm and grabbing the line and bringing the fish to you, snapping the boca on, they want to reach out there and try to free snap him with his mouth open, thrashing and stuff. You know how long that takes and how hard that is? If yeah. you'll just take your, if you'll just let some line out and put your rod under your, your armpit, that's what God gave you the armpit for, and raise, raise that, and raise that rock and grab that line and bring him out to you, he'll open his mouth, you snap it right on. It's so easy. Right. You know, but it's, everybody wants to just kind of free snapping, but it's hard. It's very hard. Well, there's going, you know, with these new limits coming up again, it's going to be, uh, there's going to be a lot of mishandling of fish. I mean, especially with nets. I mean, people don't realize the damage that a net does to a it's fish. Hurt. It does, Especially man. ones does. you want to release. I mean, you rub a lot of that slime and that membrane off of them, and it's, that's never a good thing. And, and you know, you, as a fisherman, you ought to think about this too, Mickey. So you're reeling this fish in. You're already, you already got him sized up in your mind how big. Okay, that's a four-pounder. I don't need to net him. I don't need to. If he gets off, I caught him. I've got the line. I caught him. He's going to save me take him off. You don't need to net him and hold him up, show your buddy, yeah, I got him. You know, just... You know, now if it's a 12 pounder and you got a net, that might be different, you know, but and try to get a 12 pounder to some of these nets. Good luck. <laughs> you know? I netted Go a 12 pounder one time for my mom and all I could do was get the head in there and just sweep it yeah. up and just throw it in the boat. I mean, yeah. it, uh, what nuts, a, it? How, look like how a long fish, they are. Mm -hmm. Needed yeah. a gaff. <laughs> at least the nets are better now. The old days, the little tennis racket nets we had oh, before. Them, them little old five and dime yeah. nets that old green twine yes, and, you know oh, yeah. just limited frame it would bend if you got anything over five pounds in it and you know uh, I, I net yeah i just i love net stories too i never forget jay watkins we were we were, we were at a, we were at the end of a tournament and this guy's telling a story about how he lost this big fish he goes yeah i had him up in the air man he had him to me and i i grabbed the net and he's going around service i can't get him in the net and 
I finally stuck it in there, and the, and the lure stuck in the net. And Jay says, yeah, lose the net. You caught the fish. That's <laughs> it. it was so true. He would have caught that fish because that fish wasn't going anywhere. It was hooked two treble there hooks inside the There have been so the many big trout lost over the years by wading nets, trying to net them, and that, oh, those hooks top grab it and oh, shake God. loose and swim yeah. off. And, mm-hmm. and uh, remember when back in the day when all these guys had come wading fishing with us and they'd have them little – trout stream nets the little wooden nets you know like yeah. for netting little tiny rainbows and all that like a tennis racket yeah, yeah. like a tennis like racket. a squash yeah. racket or something and uh i just laugh i said man these fish aren't i'm catching aren't gonna fit in that net you might be able to get their head in there but no man in the I, boat. You know, well i can't grab them i said well i'll show you how to grab them you know yes that's it you got to show them you know once, once yeah. or twice you'll show them how to grab them sure in the old days those big fish before we had bogus we would you know we we wear them down real i mean you got to wear them down where they're just you know they're done where they kind of lay up on their side and right. then when you you can grab them up tell them flip them over real easy and grab them behind the head before you head on that stuff but Man, you, you 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 try to get a big thirty inch, thirty two inch fish in green and try to grab him. It's game uh-huh. over, buddy. He's gonna Not wrap happening. you up. Not gonna happen, man. But you know, one of the, one of the funniest things that ever happened. This guy shows up with one of those little bitty nets, like you're talking about, little wooden net. He's got eleven half foot surf rod in that little bitty net. <laughs> so I was going, you got to get a smaller rod and a bigger net. You know, it was really well, good. Well, his though. net, he was bear hunting with a switch, and his rod, he was. <laughs> yeah, it was funny. He man. was. He was rabbit hunting with a 300 Weatherby. Yeah, yeah it was funny <laughs> how people are, you know. But nowadays, you. everybody gets the boat, has got the BOGO, everybody's. And the thing that I've never seen anymore is stringers. I mean, when's the last time you saw somebody get in your boat with a stringer? I just love the attitude people have. No, we're not catching, we're not keeping nothing, Mr. Webb. I love it, you know. Yeah, I see stuff. that a lot now. That's cool. You know. All yeah, right, Cliff. Good. Well, hey, if somebody wants to call you about coming down and getting in on the action, brother, how they get a hold of you. All right, Mickey. Mary Code 361-949-0707. Hey, thanks for having me on, Mickey. Hey, thank you, Cliff. I always enjoy it, man. You have a good weekend, buddy. All right, buddy. Thanks, man. See you later. All right, that's Captain Cliff Webb down in Corpus Christi. Well, folks, if you're going fishing, well, you might want to wait. Don't go until you've been to the 49th Annual Houston Fishing Show. That's coming up February 14th through the 18th. And it's all going to be held at the George R. Brown Convention Center. And we're talking everything for the fishermen, all new rods, reels, lures, factory reps there. They'll be there to answer all your questions, show you new product, and guides from Alaska to South America, and uh, tons of them from saltwater and freshwater around our area here, and dozens of fully rigged boats on display to choose from, and hundreds of kayaks, clinics by expert fishermen covering salt and freshwater, and don't forget about the kids' clinics on Saturday and Sunday, Bring them out. They'll have a good time. Plus, they'll get all the great giveaways, and they can take them home with some neat stuff from the show. So if you love to fish or you just want to learn more about fishing, don't miss the 49th Annual Houston Fishing Show. Check it out at HoustonFishingShow.com. Captain Mickey for Boyd's One Stop. They're the home of the supercharged, super slimy powerhouse. Croakers located right at the base of the Texas City Dyke at 227 Dyke Road. And if you're looking for quality live bait for your next fishing trip, look no farther than Boyd's. From their tanks to your live well, that bait's as good as it can possibly be. And there's no better way to live your bait or your tournament fish than with their oxygen response system. You can check them out firsthand at the store, all their different size bottles they have on display, plus all their regulators, diffusers, 
and they refill your bottles right there at the store. If you need more information, call Jason Cogburn at 281-701-8107. And when, you, when you're there, check out all the fishing tackle they have there on display at Boyd's, not to mention all their, you know, great wild-caught guff shrimp, no farm raised at Boyd's. And, uh, you know, crawfish season's coming in. They're starting to get crawfish. Not a lot, but they've got them. And uh, you can check for availability. Just call 409-945-4001 or check them out at boydsonestop.com. And when you do, please tell them Captain Mickey sent you. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. All right, it's 639 here in the Bayou City. Let's uh, run down to deep south Texas and check in with the mood this morning. Captain Blaine for our mood. Blaine, are you tired of south Texas yet? <laughs> Not yet. Not yet. We got, a, we got a few hunts left in this, this morning. I'm putting some doe hunters out. We got a, two days left of doe season. We still need to harvest a few of them and... We're going to do a little quail hunting today as well and fill up feeders. We're Life is good. I'm right now. Well. He's here and we're going to, we're going to hunt a few varmints. Well, is there... Is there uh, much pig and coyote hunting going on right now or trying to? We haven't done much. We're doing it right now, though, this morning. Hopefully they'll move. It rained on us last night, Mickey, just a little bit. Nothing like what y'all got. But right. We got some much rain. We, know, just probably a quarter of an inch. Yeah. I, I was wishing we were getting what y'all were getting, but. No, we still got the rut going on down here, Mickey. There's lots of big old boys chasing the girls around down here. I guarantee you there is. It is something, too. I, I've seen a couple of wall hangers, and uh, 
this time of year after you quit hunting them, it seems like they get they're not so scared of you anymore. You can just drive the truck right by them. They're just standing there looking at you. Well, it's really kicked it in now, you know, and, and you see that <laughs> yeah. every year. It gets later, and it uh, they ought to change that up for some of those counties down south, or you know, where you're, especially where you're at, and just like just like Mexico, their rut's really kicking in right now too. You know, across the yep. across the border. If we could go till about February fifteenth, we would harvest a lot more of our really giant deer. Yeah, it seems like the, the mature does are coming in later, and the mature bucks are waiting for the mature does. So that's right. the way it's been. And that's it. We've been here for forty-one years now, and it seems to be getting just a little bit later every year down here. Right. Whatever, whatever that attributes to, I don't know, but it's that's what's going on down here where we're at. You know, we're only what eight, eighteen miles away from Mexico, right here. Yep, you're right there. Everything's holding up good. I think let's get that freeze knocked us down, but Mickey, it's coming back again. It's it's greened up a lot, and that's where we're hoping for that big rain last night, but it didn't happen. But we'll get another one before the spring's over. Now there's a good another good shot of rain coming towards us. You know, stretches from you know it was around San Antonio area, but it's all from uh, right there around Port Aransas all the way up the coast, and uh, looks like it'll be here in an hour or two. So that's not good for the for that no, uh not for us. freeze out they're you know it's launch time and uh they're getting hammered right now boy well how many how much do you think we got in the houston area last night man it, the way it looked at my house you know i've finally dried out all week but uh we're so saturated probably an inch or two but it looks like more because of the water standing when i left to come in here man i had a good line come through about two o'clock buddy and it was uh Thank God that red line was um, as narrow as it was because, man, for about 10 minutes, it was all you wanted. Hard rain and, man, some high winds up probably 60 miles an hour. It was crazy. Well, that's when I woke up and I was looking. That's why I called you early this morning. I don't know what time it was I called, but it looked like y'all were catching some hard weather about then. Yeah, certainly were. Well. Rattlesnakes came back out, Mickey. It was 89 Uh-oh. degrees yesterday. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What did it hit? 89, you said? It was 89 yesterday. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> it wore us out. We filled up about 60 feeders yesterday, or probably, probably 50 feeders yesterday, and it, uh, boy, it was rough on us. Man. Sweat. Back to the sweating again down here. Yeah. This is, uh, last, last night was the first time that we've had to put our air conditioners on at night. Since I can't tell you when, back in in late and early November, I guess we had our air conditioners going at night. Right. So here we are, back to humongous light bills again. Well, the old groundhog says it's going to be an early spring. Maybe he was <laughs> right. I hope so. <laughs> I know you. That same morning, you texted me that they're calling for an Arctic blast or something later on, but I can't see it. I looked around for well, it. Well, there it's floating around on social media. It's probably fake news. What ain't nowadays, you know? <laughs> Got to get everybody scared again. Oh, I forgot to tell you. Yesterday, Craig, we got Dr. Bamey down here, our, our dentist, our local yeah. dentist. And uh, Dr. Bamey retired. But anyway, they were riding down the county road along our property, and the big old nail guy ran out in front of them and was trying to bust through the the high fence next door trying to get into it right in front of craig and, and gary and they didn't have a gun to, to, to shoot it 
they didn't have anything in there but bird shot. So, oh, uh, boy. <laughs> big old giant. And the, the, the Craig said he can't believe he's so big, he should have gone right on through the fence. But uh didn't make it, turned around, went back on our property. But, yeah, we've been looking for that nail guy all year long. And just shows I know, up. the ghost, and he finally shows up. <laughs> Nobody's got a gun. Yeah. And that's about right. I mean, look at the yeah. guys quail hunting uh, last week that jumped that mountain lion out of that grass. Oh, I know. Man, nothing but shotguns, we... bird shot. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I know. But we've had another we had another sighting of a female mountain lion. I, I can't remember when it was was in the last week too. That was a two weeks ago when they saw that big male. Then somebody saw another female. Man, we got them. I don't know why there's so many cats here this year. It's crazy. I mean, they're just they're loaded up around here. I you guess got got so <laughs> you got yeah, a lot of deer. You got a lot of food of, for them, man. <laughs> yeah, it's a zoo down here, and that's why we're trying to get a few of these does knocked out. We got. You know, if a biologist came over here, he'd tell, probably tell us we needed to shoot 60 or 70 does. Right. So, it's easier said than done. We don't have the manpower, nor we had the people to do it. So, we've been quail hunting pretty hard. Well, is the quail hunting holding up? Yeah. The, with the guys, with the dogs, are averaging about 20 cubbies a day, sometimes right. more, but... Riding around like Craig and Gary Bainers have been riding around the truck, hopefully, you know, spot them. They haven't, they haven't found hardly any. It's right at daylight. You can't see them to shoot, but they're right. the road. But the dogs, you know, doing real well. And they, they're finding them everywhere. Good big cubbies still, too. So, so I guess old Big John's keeping busy with, you know, dog handler. John Nelson's kept keeping busy. He worked about three weeks straight. Yeah, you got no. Did you get out of your truck? No. Why am I getting? Yeah, you're kind of breaking up again. Yeah. Figured you found a bad spot. I'll let you uh, move into something else there. Did you, did you lose me? No, now you're back clear. I don't know what happened okay. there for well, seconds. Well, I'm, I'm feeding up the, the blind for Luke, Moon's grandson, and I'm I'm still moving. I'm trying to finish up real quick where I can get to a high spot to finish talking to you guys. Yeah. But, but man, I tell you, this blind here that you like, one of the guys sitting here the other day saw 17 bucks in hard wow. doe's. Yeah, and, and all bucks were chasing the one doe that was they were after <laughs> did has anybody seen that big ten i saw on the west side not west lane on the other side of the fence since i saw nope. it isn't that crazy nope. nobody's seen it oh but, man but that was no, golly that was most beautiful deer my goodness oh i know it i know it we're i saw two a week ago i may have told you i saw two that were giants i'm talking for us they were probably 160s or 170s both those bucks were on a doe and uh, i drove the truck right by them and they were it's just like oh my goodness that's the big biggest deer i've seen all year long so you know that's just typical that always happens especially you know this time of year it'll go on into february when we're seeing all these big ones oh yeah no doubt but uh, i I would assume i don't know for a fact you know when you get a side profile of a deer you can't hardly tell a whole lot but all i could tell was 
really long tines and way long main beams, and both of them, one of them had white horns, one of them had dark horns, and both of them were on a doe that, like a, a yearling doe, the first time it's, you know, come into heat. So <laughs> I was 80 yards away from them, and they jumped the fence and went over to the refuge over there where nobody hunts. Mm-hmm. But anyway, it's, it is what it is, and that was probably one of those deer that you you saw, Mickey. I, I if that was the one, I know what you're talking about now because it takes your breath away. It's so big. I mean, it's a it's a real man, big, mature, six to seven ish looking year old deer. You know, big chest, yeah. big neck, and giant just, muscles. Yes, yeah, that's, yeah, muscled that's, up looking stud of a buck and you, just giant horns, man, big long tines. Was that one dark horn that you saw? Yeah, it was chocolate as it could be, real chocolate. Yeah, there you go. Well, well, I'd never seen neither one of them, and I've been sitting over here at this area right here all year long. You know, I've, I've hunted more this year than ever before. I got to really sit in the blinds a lot, but I just didn't see the mature deers early in the season, and now all the mature ones are coming out. Well, yeah, them does are pulling them out of the woodwork now, man. Yeah, they're still making rubs and scrapes. These deer still have all that green stuff in their horns. You know how they rub those mesquite trees and have all that. Oh yeah, they get all that green in yeah. their antlers around their bases and yep. everything, and their brow yep. tines and and yeah. uh, that uh, that deer I saw had a rub on the other side of that fence over there. There was just a little clearing down that fence line that he was in, and he came and rubbed like crazy, and then you know was you know doing his adrenal gland things on the on the yeah. foliage, and then he. Uh, yeah. Took a leak and left. He was sure <laughs> wanting to come across that fence, but there just wasn't anything to draw him over. He was sniffing. He was working it over, man. Well, it's going on now. Well, it made me put the gun out of the window and uh, get a good rest for when he did jump that fence and turn sideways. He was going down. Well, it's so much Best fun deer I've here. seen down at your place in years, man. I mean, this deer, it woke me up. And it was late, you know, everything else had gone in. He was the only deer that was out. Yeah, sometimes I think these deer know more about it than we do. If you'd stay in these blinds till 12 o'clock instead of leaving at 9 or 9.30, you'd probably see a lot more big stuff going on. I think think you're right. I really do. It's kind of like in big trout. They always pull in behind them pencils. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You'd expect it. I'm with you. Well. How is the west the water in all of our area? I know it's bad already. Oh, it's it's all messed up, man. It is. It's a pigsty. You can track a coon across it. It's so muddy. This little but storm maybe since it was early, you know, it'll all it'll all clear out, and we'll have a decent spring. Something to look forward to, you know. It's going to have to hurry. It's going to have to hurry because spring break's coming up real quick, and that's usually a big boost for my business when the dads take all the kids. Right. It kind of cleans out enough for at least some of the trash fish to stay there. You know, I can make a day out of it. A lot of these kids love just having that court go down catching. Sheep, sheephead and drum and rat reds and whatever will bite, you know. If, if water doesn't get too bad, but if it's a bad flush, I may not have anything. No, I, I think uh, the Sandy Center watershed will be in better shape. You know, it'll recover a lot quicker because of the ship channel and plus you know those lakes are already they're through you know yeah they're already back to normal pool and and current's gone down so yeah Yeah. that'll come back 
Well, I wish you were here with us, Mickey. I, we're having a we're having a big time with all of our friends and family here again. This is a, this is a very pleasant weekend. Lots of lots of good food and activity. Right. Yeah. Wish I was too, man. It just uh, my schedule. It's hard to get away and just make a real quick trip like that. Well. Because I get down there, I don't want to leave, man. Once I get there, I, if I can't spend a week there, I don't even want to come. I know it. Know it. Do you need any more deer? Because uh, we, you know, we need to take some off, and I don't, I don't want to get any unless, like, you, you need some, or somebody in your family needs something. Man, you know, I but, don't. But uh, boy, and speaking of that, I tell you, I had uh, that buck, I, that cold buck I killed at your place, I had all uh, burger and Italian sausage made out of it. And it, I believe it's the best I've ever had. They did my burger this year with uh, Wagyu trimmings. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> well, I'm going to I'm gonna get one dough for myself, and I'm just going to take it over there and have all smoked sausage made into it. I'm going to get the different varieties over yeah. at Belleville. I want, I want three different kinds. and. You know, I, I like the, the regular German, and I like the uh, Chipotle. And what was that other one you said I needed to try? The new, the new version. I can't remember what you told me. I want to try that one. Oh, oh boy! There's so many varieties, though. You know. Yeah, I mean, great. You know, they got their triple cheddar. You know, three cheeses or whatever they call it. They got the black pepper. They got the, you know, the dirty rice. Kind of, it kind of reminds you yeah, of boudin. Yeah. That's yeah, a good that, that's a good one. Yeah, I think that's and, one. Uh, I'm get that better. That's what you can't go wrong with her jalapeno cheese or the sweet chipotle or the you know German garlic. I mean, yeah. well, and there's another good one too. I know a lot of people that like here lately. They've been having it made was the uh, green onion and cheese garlic that's sausage. It. That's, that's one I want. Yeah, the green. Yeah, onion that's cheese. a pretty good one too. I've never had a bad piece of sausage from the Belleville Meat Market, to uh, be truthful uh, with you. <laughs> uh, you know, we, we buy it from all the stores, all the different brands and everything. You know, everything's you know pretty good, but there's nothing compares with their stuff there. No, it's just impeccable quality. They, they, I just, they do I it right, like man. I hate to sound like a commercial, but they got the best. Well, that's I mean, all right. They're, they've been a <laughs> longtime sponsor of this show, so they're... They're oh, good yeah. guys and can't beat well, the Coffin Burger family. Man. They're the best, they're, man. Yeah. All right, Blaine. Well, speaking okay. of the best, throw out that phone number. Somebody can get a hold of you whether they want to hunt or fish. Right. I highly we recommend got, it. we got lots of quail hunting left, Mickey, so give me a call at 713-703-6656. All right, buddy. Well, you have see a good you. day, Blaine. Good talking to I'll you, see man. You, buddy. Okay, All see right. See you. All right. All right. Well, unfortunately, that's all the time we have for today's show, but don't forget about tomorrow. We're going to open them lines up the entire show. We'll be talking to guides, too, but we can get you in and uh, voice your opinion on these new trout limits. We want to we want to check the pulse of our listening audience and see how they feel about this. And uh, it is a family show, so uh, if you get too carried away, watch your language. But uh, we'll go from there. So... We'll be back in the morning, bright and early, 4 a.m. right here at Sports Radio 610 KILT Houston. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, 
You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.